On today's show, we're welcoming Chris Betcher all the way from Virginia. Uh, welcome, Chris. How are you doing? Good, man. Good, good. And uh, really into that uh, OCR, toughest mutter, tough mutter lifestyle. Uh, you know, I'm only just starting to like learn a little bit more about these things, starting to get a little bit hungry to try them myself, um, for myself. But people that might be um, listening to this, um, you know, you're part of this world's toughest mutter. Can you, can you tell us what, what on earth is that? So world's toughest mutter is pretty much the culmination of every OCR race that you'd ever want to do um, from the weekend warriors that want to do in a 5k and they had a blast and you know um, people are just trying to get active or whatever by the time you've reached world's toughest mutter you've been at it for a while you've been mm. grinding you've been putting on miles and you're not afraid to not sleep and to get cold and to get dirty because this is the toughest event on the planet and ocr like just for for you know i saw this term i'm, I'm seeing it on people's things uh obstacle course racing is that that's ocr yeah yeah it's uh, obstacle course racing it's got a it, it paints a wide brush really um like i said you could do just like the normal 5k thing or you could do a 24-hour event like worlds you know mm. 24 means you've got You've got a pit crew, you're wearing a wetsuit, you're getting completely covered the entire time. You have to figure out your nutrition, everything else. Obstacle course racing is popped up so much uh, and gotten so popular over the last, I would say, seven or eight years. Um, where you have now OCR gym, uh, gyms that are popping up. Uh, mm -hmm. classes, uh, most every gym right now is trying to tap into it because everyone wants to do it because it's so much fun. It's not mm -hmm. just a straight road race. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of it. I, I, uh, I saw that there was like a, a tough mutter. Um, I think we have Spartan race might come here as well. Something along those lines. Um, yeah. and tr true grit. There's a, there's a few of them here in Australia. And, um, I went down the park with my kids and, um, or it might have been, um, you know, two things I did and went down the park with my kids, tried to go on the monkey bars, couldn't make it yeah. from one end to the other. And, <laughs> um, and then we ended up at this, um, water aqua splash water um obstacle course thing and again the monkey bars i couldn't do it and so i'm, I'm i seriously maybe i need to go to the gym because i can run a little bit of a way um but there's a lot of the obstacles it seems that you're having to sort of pull your own body weight along um i don't know that i'm going to be able to do any of those it's a bit scary yeah, no it, it, you can <laughs> you very much have to do so uh, you have to be able to pull your own body weight. You have to be able to go ahead and, um, make some very interesting moves and things like that, uh, roll around in, in mud. And, you know, it's not just your own body weight too. You are covered in water and mud when you're running along and some of them, you know, are as short as three miles, um, or 5k for you down there when you use, uh, mm -hmm. that measurement mm -hmm. and as high as, um, uh, 12 miles mm. uh, it wears on you and um, basically the, the the fun part is being a bigger guy myself I'm, I'm what's known as a Clydesdale uh, I'm a guy who runs over 200 pounds so I've got to carry all that weight 
the entire time. Mm. And I've gotten pretty good at it. Um, I'm, I'm one of the, as far as I know, I'm one of the three people in the world who have run over 75 miles in 24 hours. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Of, of obstacles. Yeah. And that's, you know, almost 300 obstacles at that point too. My gosh. See, and that's, that's a, that's like a lot of time. I mean, you know, you see Ironman, some of the finishes coming over um, for the triathlons. I talk to a lot of people and, you know, it might be like 16, 17 hours. They're just trying to beat the cutoff. Um, yeah. And then you hear of like ultra event, like 24 hour. H- how is that? H- tell me, I just, I almost can't wrap my head around. I, I can wrap my head around tough, tough mutter and a 5k course or, or, you know, the, the longer ones, but this tough, this world's toughest mutter, 24 hours. What's that like? You, uh, I can't even, I can't even imagine. Like I guess saying wetsuits, you got a crew, uh, but what, what's, that's a, Correct. that's a long day. It's not just a long day. Um, mentally you gotta be tough as nails. Um, I've never, I, I normally don't have an issue doing this. I can, I grew up in Minnesota in Northern Minnesota. I'm used to cold. Uh, I'm ran most of the time without wetsuits and I could just do, I can grind as, um, a buddy of mine, Dan Kuvas says, Betcher just knows how to put his head down and get to work. Mm. And, but I will tell you this last year in Georgia, I cried. I straight up cried. It was, I, I wasn't <laughs> prepared for it. Um, I thought I would just show up and phone it in like I normally do. And, mm-hmm. but I still ended up running 50 miles, you know, put me in the top percentile, but, uh, it is one of those, you just shut your brain off and one foot in, in front of a, uh, another, make sure you do not stop and you just go. And so was this one of the ones where, um, like, and, you know, forgive my ignorance, but was it basically like where you, you have, you, it's not like some super long course that no one could finish. You're actually doing laps of a course. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So World Stuff Smutter is always a, a, well, it is now. It started off as a 10 mile course. Nowadays, it's a five mile course. Uh, it was in uh, English Town, New Jersey for the longest time, um, and then Vegas for a while, and then they moved it to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, it's cold. It's wet. Everyone thinks it's going to be hot Atlanta. It wasn't, it was Mm. freezing. Um, so five mile course up and down hills through woods, through all sorts of obstacles. Um, it it was a challenge. Oh my God. It, it, It was a great course and I've run it before. So I knew what I was getting into, but the temp dropped so much that people's clothes, like if they took any clothing off, was just freezing solid to mm-hmm. their tents or whatever mm-hmm. else like that. So oh, that's scary. But yeah. So five wow. mile course, you just do as many laps as you possibly can in the 25.5 uh, hours you have. Because uh, it's 24 hour course, but you have an hour and a half just in case you're stuck halfway through the course and you got to, you know, finish it out. Mm hmm. So I managed to do 24 hours, or uh, I did 50 miles in 22 hours, and this is how hard it was. I got the whole first half of those miles done in, what was it? God, it was uh, like 10 hours. Okay, okay. Okay, so the last half was a grind. 
yeah, it took me so much longer to get the rest of them done just so I can hit 50. <laughs> it was it was bad. It's a long way, man. That that is still a long way. So you know if that it if is. that's not if, if that's you're feeling like you know, maybe that's not your best day out. Um, yeah. You know, then that must mean that you must be punching some pretty good miles out on other days. Um, you know, some of the some of the obstacles just look crazy, and it yeah. seems as though um, you know. I mean, I'm guessing that 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 event must be the culmination of like, how do you make it to that? Like, where where are you? Uh, are you having to like qualify at some other event? Is it for the t- top of the top? Like, what, how does that work? So a lot of us who've been doing it for a while, uh, we challenge. And we try to, and I talk to TMHQ about this all the time because uh, they ask us for advice um, on how we make uh, like a contender status. Uh, anyone can sign up for World's Toughest Mutter. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be you had to qualify for it. But okay. when you think about it, there's only, it's been really consistent. It's been 1,300 to 1,500 people who sign up every year and mm. run. That's it, I mean, it, it just doesn't change much. Um, so to qualify back in the day, you had to be like one of the top people. Now you sign up, but there's rankings too. Like I've done, uh, over 50 events. And so I'm automatically considered a contender. Mm -hmm. Um, there's other ones where you need to have a time placement, um, and then there's other ones where you just you need to run a series of different events to go ahead and get to it, uh, just to that contender status. But anyone can do it. That's the best part. That's one well, of the things cool. I love about OCR so much is I can see somebody who was sitting on their couch last week and go run a Warrior Dash or a Savage Race or a, a Tough Mudder 5K or anything else and have a blast. But that's mm. their fitness journey. You know, yeah. they, it, it's, that's what got me. I was 250 pounds and, uh, I started running OCR and, you know, I'm, I'm, my race weight is about 204 right now. And I just, it, I've done so many events now. I travel around the world, uh, not the world, but pretty much the U S I haven't been around the world yet, but, uh, Melissa, my wife, she's actually traveled across the pond to go ahead and do races there so mm-hmm. well that's cool and, yeah. and and so like someone's sitting on their couch right now or um they've just started doing you know some sort of exercise you know why tough mutter why why you know what's what's so fun about tough mutter it's the people or ocr oh my god the people um i've met so many amazing souls uh I mean, just just a few weeks ago, I was in Canada hanging out with 30 other Tough Mudder people. Uh, not for a race. It was just to go and hang out with friends. Mm. Um, and it was just all OCR friends. You build some of the best bonds, mainly because of the camaraderie that comes with being out on course with somebody. If you're stuck in the suck and you're having a hard time, Somebody lends a hand down to you and yanks you up the obstacle. It's, mm. it's just amazing. You just you find out that there's actually good in this world still. And sometimes it's just out running with friends. 
Mm, I like it. I like it because, yeah, I mean, I've watched some of the videos, um, you know, and like the promo videos and some of the little bits and pieces um, from people I'm following. And, you know, you, you see that like very quickly you go from it's a race and I'm running to I'm now covered in mud and shoes that might have had grip probably no longer have as much grip. Um, my, <laughs> exactly. my body is covered in mud. Um, my hands are covered in mud if I'm wearing gloves. Um, the obstacles ahead of you are all covered in mud from the people that have slithered over them uh-huh. as you go, um, which just seems to add another layer of, like I suppose, challenge and excitement to the whole thing. Yeah, very much mm. so. And, you know, and I'm, I'm a really strong guy. Um, I grew up, you know, as a son of, son of a general contractor. So... Uh, I can lift things and I can do weird things with my, my body, but uh, that doesn't matter anything. When you hit a ring that's been covered in mud by somebody else, <laughs> there's a really good chance you're going to slide off. And that's, you know, that's part of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, you miss an obstacle, you're not out. It's not like you're eliminated. You, you couldn't do it. You just get back to the start of it and do it again. Is that how it works? No, no, you just keep going, and sometimes they have a little penalty lap that you have to run because you didn't quite get it done the way it should have yeah. been done. But, okay. you know, it's you know, certain races are a little different when it comes to that. You know, they'll cut your uh, your uh, wristband or whatever, and you know, pretty much call you a failure. I'm not a big fan of those kind of races that uh, mm-hmm. that do stuff like that. I like the ones that are more camaraderie based. And you failed an obstacle? All right, cool. You got to run an extra quarter mile on this mm-hmm. weird little loop or carry a sandbag or do something like that. You know, it's, it really is the people. It comes mm-hmm. down to who you're running next to. Um, my wife and I will both tell you stories all the time about people we've met that we have never, ever seen before, but we'll share our whole life story when you're running five miles next to that person. <laughs> so so it sounds to me like, um, you know, you're close with your wife. I actually um, haven't yet come across um, her, and, and, and you mentioned um, shark bait. Can you, uh, can you tell me a little bit about uh, – <laughs> I'm intrigued. What is that about? So <laughs> uh, Melissa Dugan-Betcher, my, my new wife, I fell in love with her pretty much as soon as I saw her. And uh, she's just larger than life. She is such an amazing personality and she just owns the room. But she's also been a leader in this community for the longest time now. And um, so everyone knows her. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the, the fact that she started I was able to start dating her and then eventually marry was, uh, it still blows my mind, nice. but, uh, yeah, everyone's got a story about shark bait. Um, yeah, what's this, basically, what's this? Is, is she a swimmer or what? <laughs> no, she, uh, she originally went to school to be a marine biologist. She's obsessed okay. with sharks. Like I'm literally looking at a bunch of shark teeth and all that stuff decorations in the house <laughs> and she landed a, a, a pretty decent job doing something else. So she didn't do that anymore. Um, but yeah, she's just, she loves sharks. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, I appreciate yeah. you explaining that. Um, yeah, yeah. So, 
So tell us then, I guess, a, a bit about your endurance life. Like we've your endurance life. We've heard, um, you know, about you know some of these events that you've done. Um, I mean, I don't know. Can you can you remember what got you into all of this thing? Like the very first one. Yeah, I do. Um, so I, I'm was divorced. Uh, my ex-wife, when I was at my heaviest, uh, 250 pounds, she signed me up for a Warrior Dash, uh, a 5K event. And I'm just like, I told her, I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to do this. No, I, I have no interest in any of this. But I went and did it. And I was thrilled. It was just one of the most amazing things I'd ever done. And I got to see all these other people like me out there having a blast. And I was like, mm. well, this is good. So I ran with it hard. I started signing up for a lot more races and then I got into half marathons and I did a bunch of other marathons and any any OCR event that I could possibly do I was I was on it and you know, dropped a bunch of weight and it was it was a start of a very healthy lifestyle uh, which mm-hmm. I, I really liked which you know I'm again I'm a Clydesdale I'm a bigger guy I'm still gonna eat pizza i'm still gonna drink beer mm-hmm. <laughs> it uh this is something to go on offset and i i seem to have a knack for ocr racing it, mm-hmm. it just it it blends well with me i i can usually with even little training i can just go out and do <laughs> and perform which is kind of fun but you yeah. know it's nice to also it does sound- come out on top trout <laughs> Yeah, it does sound like, um, I mean, you know, it's not to take anything away from, from women who do the event and, and, you know, I'm sure that they love it too, but like as a guy, I can, I can kind of feel like the inner caveman or the, or the, the, the hunter or the, you know, like something inside is like, oh yeah, I want to do this thing and I can climb stuff and I can pull my weight. I mean, I can't yet, but one day I could pull my weight from this thing to that thing, you know, and I know that it's, you know, I see plenty of um, men and women doing it, uh, but it, it seems to activate that inner, the inner beast, maybe. Yeah, it does, but make no mistake about it, too. There are women who I can kick my butt. I bet, there are yeah. plenty <laughs> of women who can do it. Um, I've seen it. I've uh, A while back... Uh, a buddy of mine made up a bunch of patches just called, you know, hashtag beat Betcher. And it was whoever can beat Betcher got a patch. Uh, I've had to hand out a lot of those to women lately. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some, some of the videos and um, I, I know I'd get my butt whooped by, um, you know, young, old, male, female. Um, so that that's totally cool. But, but yeah. um, you know, and I wonder if ladies feel the same, you know, it'd be interesting, um, you know, maybe I could go along with, I've got three sisters, go along with them and, and see if it awakens their inner beast too. But um, it, it certainly looks like fun. I, I'm, I'm definitely keen um, to give one of them a go. I think I'll start with the, the shorter one. It sounds to me like you hit that first event and, and immediately um, addicted, addicted to it. Very much so. And I ran with it. Like I said, I've got over 50 tough mudder events under my belt now Uh, i couldn't tell you how many other events um you know small ones speckled in there um and i just i rose up through the ranks too and i'm a lead ambassador for tough mudder um like i said they even just 
the the race directors call me every now and then and my wife and they're like hey what do you think about this it's like, that's cool we're, we're not lawyers but uh mm. yeah we'll take a look at that document <laughs> mm. that's cool that's cool and so yeah. um, you know you, you you've i mean i think like i don't know Anybody sitting at home on the couch now, uh, potentially with a pizza, piece of pizza and a beer in their hand, would probably have loved what you said about um, the fact that that's offsetting, you know, that for you. You can still sort of eat beer and pizza. It's not like you're some elite triathlete that must have the perfect amount of carbs. Um, you know, do you know what I mean? Like you're able yeah, to actually just live like a normal person. And then this is actually this fun lifestyle. You're meeting people, but it's also bringing you the health benefits. Um, what are the what other um, benefits has sort of being a part of this endurance life brought you? The friendships. It, it's just amazing. Um, not just that, but so here's a funny little story. Um, I've got one friend who she makes quilts out of everyone's race shirts. Okay. And um, I was thinking about it the other day and I'm like, well, Tough Mudder's got to have a bunch of shirts just laying around somewhere. And mm -hmm. headbands and all that kind of stuff. So I got a hold of TMHQ and I'm like, hey, what do you got? And they got back to me and they're like, we have 2,520 shirts sitting on a Whoa. pallet. Where mm -hmm. do you want them sent? <laughs> That's <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> like, she's she's going to go ahead and make all these blankets for the winners for Tough Mudder events now. That's cool. She'll be, she'll be sewing for the for the rest of her days by the sounds of it with that many shirts. Pretty much, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I, I often wonder if I overloaded her on that one. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's – I know if I ever needed anything in the world, um, I could call somebody from the, my OCR group and they'll be there. Mm -hmm. well, especially if you're actually then going and hanging out with a lot of this – these, these groups of people or, you know, um, outside of the events, that speaks volumes as well. Like, you're not just, hey, I'll catch you at the next event. Um, yep. Hey, I've actually built such a bond. Not only will I catch you at the next event, let's go and catch up for coffee or catch up for, you know, yep. uh, you know a catch up just for the sake of catching up, which is nice. And I think that's a, a big thing for people. I mean, I'm seeing that, you know, at times if you – I mean, again, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but you can sort of see that you can become very insulated in your own life. You know, you you work, you come home, you, you're in the mix, in the grind here. Um, and how often do you actually go out and meet people and leave the house? And, you know, if you're at the shopping center getting your groceries, I mean, even groceries can be delivered here now, but, you know, you're doing your groceries, you're not exactly walking to someone in the fruit aisle and be like, you like oranges? Hey, I like oranges. Do you want to be friends? So, like, if if because that's just weird, right? So, so where are you actually meeting people? Um, and it's and it's things like this where you, you you are bonding and you are helping one another and you're all in the mud together. And, and I suppose that really is sounding to me like a, a great opportunity for people not only to get fit, but also to really become a part of a community that that will sort of take them in and, and perhaps spin off some great friendships. Yeah. Well, it's not just that, too. I mean, I actually moved from Minnesota to Virginia a while back. And my house was like open and empty, the one that I owned back in Minnesota. I've had people coming into town saying, hey, you live there, right? Uh, well, not really. I'm like, but you need a place to stay? I trust you. You <laughs> Stop on by, sleep in my empty house. You're good. Wow. You know? It's the quality of people 
that do these kind of events that I can trust. Mm, mm, mm. Geez, that's, that, that speaks volumes of the people, but also of yourself. That's very generous. Well, it, well hotels are hundred bucks a night. My house is free. <laughs> mm, I like it. I like it. You sound like a top guy. Um, so you, you've, do you have like one event, like one favorite event from the past that you're like, yep, this one's my favorite and this is why? <clears throat> oh, so this is actually a pretty good story. <laughs> Before 2016, World's Toughest Mudder, I put up a post and I just, I took a picture of my gear and I said, I'm running 75 miles. And I got a lot of shade for it. They're like, look, dude, you're way too big. There's no way you're going to get this. <laughs> the haters. So all of a sudden, like, you, do you, that seems very intriguing to me, right? You're, you're on social media. You know, you're, you're, you're probably getting a, a bit of a, a following. Uh, and then is it like fellow contenders or just randoms that, you know, haven't gotten off just the couch? No one they... believed I could do it because so few people get it. Yeah. And I went out there and I just... I put my head down and I got to work. I passed so many people so many times that they're just like, what the heck, Betcher? And they're like, he's actually going to get it. Mm. And like I said, I had 25 and a half hours to go and do it. And I got within a hundred yards of the finish line when that time went done. Like they called the horn. And I thought I failed. I was like, I got 75.9 or 74.9 miles. And uh, that's, I finished that's the win. That's a win to me. Well, yeah, I, I, I finished the line. I talked to the race director. I'm like, is there anything we can do about that? You know, I was right around the corner. He's like, I'm sorry, we can't. But they print out a little receipt for you on when your gate times were and, you know, when you crossed all the time time zones mm -hmm. and all the time pads and a girl, I, I went back to the campsite and a girl was sitting there. I'm like, Hey, let me see your receipt. She looked at it. And she's like, no, you did it. You weren't out of the gate for like a minute because it's such a, you know, 1300 people. You it's wait. hard to get everyone started at the same time. Mm. Next oh, thing I know, oh, oh, oh. she comes, she ran back up to the race director and comes back. She's like, hey, Eli wants to talk to you. And went up and talked to him. He's like, you did it. You actually got the entire 75 miles in that allotted time. So here is your silver bib. Congratulations. No, I just got goosebumps. That's awesome. Oh, I cried so hard. I, I just immediately just dropped down and cried. It was like the happiest race moment of my life that's awesome that's all because that again that's a massive distance like you know I, I, let me just I, I feel like i'm just going to what is that 75 what are we doing at times 1.6 ish 120 kilometers it's probably even more than that uh, 120 well, it's a, it's kilometers. running a marathon and then run another marathon and then run another part of a marathon <laughs> with obstacles 
Yes. <laughs> not just not just a marathon. Like a marathon in itself would be a, a challenging thing, let alone muddy, wet, freezing cold. Like amazing, man. Like tell me then, like what are you? How are you going for that long? Like what's? Do you have to break it up? Like are you stopping and eating a steak lunch in in the middle there? Like that that's. A whole day? Do you need to sleep? Like, no, how? No how sleep, are you doing it? No nothing. You just, you know, uh, you have to plan out your nutrition. Um, sometimes it's not energy drinks, but like drinks that are very high calorie content, um, mixes, things like that. Um, pickle, pickle juice is a huge thing for me, anyways. Mm. I know it's not everyone's. Uh, um, deal, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, things like that. You just need really cut, uh, calorie dense things to go ahead and keep moving. So you just, you just go, um, and you have to be on top of it. You have to be every lap you stop in and you eat something, but Mm -hmm. at the same point you realize you can't sit there and just eat. You better be back out on that course because if you're not moving forward, you're losing time, you're losing. So uh, my pit stops normally range between two and three minutes at most. Mm. Because your body would you want just, to, your body your body would probably want to stop too, isn't it? You sit down for too long and you no, start enjoying no. the, the seat. Exactly. You're like, hang on, I might, I might like to stay here. Yeah. And you know, again, from Minnesota I'm used to the cold, so I don't like to wear a wetsuit. I, uh, I need to keep moving. So I just, just go. It's incredible, man. I mean, I, look, you know, for you, it's, I'm, I'm, uh, I love the Nike slogan, you know, love Nike, hate Nike, whoever, you know, people have divided opinions, but the slogan, just do it. I, I, I just feel like that is so timeless. And, you know, for someone like yourself, you're just, you're like, oh, 75 miles. And then what? Oh, I'll just, I just did it. Do you know? And if uh, talking to you about how you do it all, I'm just, I just got to go, man. I just, I just got to put my head down and, and do the grind. And, I, and, and, you know, like for somebody else, I'm sitting there thinking, I wonder if I'd make it through the 5k course and <laughs> uh, you're doing 120 k's plus over yeah. the span of the entirety of a whole day. Like, it's it's absolutely insane what you're what you're managing to do, um, and yet you're just still just oh, I'm just this down to earth guy just having this chat just about oh my my neat one twenty you know my my neat seventy five miles, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty it's pretty incredible what you're achieving, and and well, so that, that's yes go. On. My word is on this: anyone can go and do a five k. Anyone can go and do a ten mile or. Um, which the conversion is, uh, crap, what, like 22K 16? or something like that? 16, 16K. 16, I think it's 1.6. Everyone I mean, can do that. I promise them they can do it. It may not, you don't have to be the fastest. <laughs> you can take as long as you want, but you can get through it. And that's what I love about OCR so much. It's the people. You get to see their experiences. I like it. I like it. And so, you know, in terms of your, you, you sound to me like you've got an absolutely super mental, tough, tough mental state. What do you think makes up a successful mindset? Hmm. <laughs> I, uh, 
I remember seeing one of the first Tough Mudder videos uh, from a World's Toughest Mudder, and the guy swore in it, but he was like, don't effing quit. And it always stuck with me. There was just something in that that I was just like, okay, I don't, I don't care how hard it gets. I'm just not going to quit. And it's been, it's paid off so much because I've actually ran with other people who've told me straight up, like, I know you were struggling, but if you would have stopped, I would have stopped. That just means I would have ruined somebody else's race too. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like looking left, looking right. Um, and, and I mean, especially in these, like you said, you're passing people, like it's multiple laps. You're doing many, many laps. So people mm-hmm. are actually probably able to look left, look right and see you at many times, um, yep. and, and draw strength from you. So that, that's yeah. an inspirational thing in itself. And you're probably doing the same from others as well. Exactly. No, this last year when I was crying, I knew if I quit, I was going to upset so many people. And mm. it, I, and at the same point, it's my own race. That's the biggest thing. It's your race. But, God, I don't want to let anyone down. And that's fair. I mean, but I love this. I love never quit. Never quit. So, yeah. so you, in, your, in, your heads, in your head space, you're thinking, you know, you've got to turn up, you've got to do these things and, and get engaged and get involved. Um, but once you're there, if, if you don't quit, you win. And even yeah. though it's not say, your winning own... against others – God. Yeah, it's your own I, race. Yeah, the last three years, I've always finished in the last or in the uh, top ten um, percent or whatever. And it's not because I'm fast; I'm actually really slow. It's because I don't quit. Mm-hmm. I I run no matter what, and I just go. I like it. I like it. And so, and what what are the goals for 2019? Have you have you got some big things coming up, or something that you're looking forward to? Yeah, uh, since Melissa is, uh, you know, we're trying to get pregnant. Uh, Melissa's not going to race this year, so she's going to pit for me. Um, I think this is my my time to go and get another silver bib. Uh, so I'll be training hard. Uh, which I'm not used to doing. I'm used to just showing up and doing and, and just, you know, I can phone it in and, and I do well, but I want another silver bib. I've gotten 50 miles every year at least. And I, I just want to see what I can do. And, so 50, and, and this year I'll be racing as an elite, like over 40 years old as a, also a Clydesdale. So you know, like the cards are stacked against me, but mm-hmm. I want to do it. I like it. All the more reason to 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 show that it can be done. Yeah. Um, and so, the, is it is it like working a way of like bronze is fifty, silver seventy five, gold is a hundred? Is is that is gold? Is that how it works? Or yeah. What? So basically, how the bibbing goes for World Toughest Mudder is uh, you only get a bib if you hit fifty miles. Uh, 75 miles is silver and then a hundred miles, which there is only five people that I know who have ever hit that. They get their orange bib and an orange mm. jacket. Mm-hmm. Mm. No. And, and like, that's, that's a lot more distance. 
in yeah no it's it's because it's time behind, isn't it? you have to go faster the, obviously and those are those are guys that are on my team they're like i'm sponsored by goat tough and all those guys i, I think almost all of them are sponsored by goat tough also mm-hmm. it's they're just monsters they're they're amazingly good at this and i'm not i you know i didn't grow up as a huge athlete or a, a runner or anything else like that. I just show up and do these guys. They don't have to work. Most of them don't have to work and they can run a hundred miles. Some of them even 110. Mm. It's, it's been nuts. It's been amazing to watch them. I've pitted for a few of them, um, you know, helping them out to make sure that they reach their goal. Just watching them go is absolutely amazing. I like it. I like it. And so you got if you had to have, give three tips, people that are, you know, at home right now, they might not, you know, be doing any activity or they, they might even be athletes. Um, you know, what, what might be um, three tips for um, people getting into endurance activities? Sign up for a race that is outside of your comfort zone. Try to find something different that you're not used to you may be doing crossfit all the time but that's gonna get boring you may be a marathoner that's gonna get boring it could be a bubble run a color run a warrior dash a tough mutter anything get out of your comfort zone and see what you can do because i know so many people who hit the gym six days a week, but they couldn't run a mile to save mm. their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you got to get the cardio up, have fun with it. Because if you're running just to run, that's, I don't know, to me, that's boring. I like it. So getting that variety into your life, out of your comfort zone. Yeah. What um, else would what you What brought suggest? me into all this? What else should they be doing? Uh, you know, I would love to say, you know, watch your diet and all that kind of stuff, but I'm, I'm terrible at that. <laughs> <laughs> I love making big meals for a lot of people and, you know, I'm, I'm like an old Italian soul. So I'm just, mm-hmm. I make these huge meals for everyone that are not healthy. Um, reach out. Uh, I've met some of the most amazing people ever through the OCR sport. Um, so when you go, don't be afraid to talk to people because they're going to be right there next to you and Mm. they're having just as much fun as you are. But when you guys are both together having fun, it's, it's just amazing. Mm, mm. People are good like that, aren't they? It's like you know, you halve your miseries and you and you um, double your joys. So um, yeah. that is always good. That's good advice. I like it. I like it. Anything else yeah. that you would you would tell someone just getting off the couch? Yeah, I mean, getting off the couch is a big thing, um, but they need just find a good spot to go ahead and get it done. And quite honestly, I don't think the gym right away is where people are going to be comfortable, mm-hmm. but they sign up for, uh, the 5k tough mutter or something like that. <laughs> they, uh, they're going to meet a lot of people and it's going to be a great time and maybe that'll open them up. And like I said, it, 
it helped me a ton. I like it. I like it. So people, if, is it just as simple as that? They want to get involved in this OCR lifestyle, um, obstacle course racing, getting out there. Is it just as simple as find your, find your local race and sign up? Yeah, I mean, you could totally do that. Um, what I would also suggest, too, is get your friends involved. You know, just say, hey, I'm going to do something different here. You know, get your family involved. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of families get together and just run races. And that's that's pretty cool to me. I mean, we barely get to see our families and our uh, friends and families together anymore. So it's, I don't know. I think it's just a huge bonding uh, experience. Mm, well, that's certainly, um, you know, really um, shone through this whole thing, just how, it's just how much you love for people, bringing people together um, and, and, you know, meeting new people. So, you know, it, it does really sound um, like a great, great, great lifestyle and a, and a great thing to be a part of. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to have to definitely do one. When I do one, I'll flick you through something and be like, hey, this is me, not doing my body weight. And then eventually yeah. I'll be able to do the kids' monkey bars at the park. Um, but Chris, it's <laughs> been awesome there, having you on. I appreciate that. I hopefully I do, but I, I've really loved having you on the show. This has been um, such a great catch up um, for people that want to, you know, follow along your journey. Did you have like, you know, some social media handles or, you know, like a website or something where people could follow you? Sure. Sure. Since I'm a lead ambassador, um, I have uh, discount codes for tough moderate events, uh, 30% nice. off for first, uh, first time people. Uh, the discount code is brand one, six, six, seven. Um, they can use that. Uh, they just enter it right in when they do the registration. Um, that's cool. It's yeah. They, so, and, and that's all just for first time people. Um, and then basically if anyone wants to see like pictures from some of my races, uh, it's just Chris Betcher underscore OCR is my, uh, Instagram handle. Um, and I'll be, um, I'll be at like a, a number of events this year and I, people will see me. <laughs> uh, I have a reputation of wearing fishnets, uh, for most of my events. So okay, okay. people can pick me out in a crowd. Well, yeah. honestly, good luck with the silver bib. Um, I'm sure that you'll get it. it. Seems to me you put your mind to something. You're going to go on and achieve it with like a champion. Uh, it's been wonderful having you on the show. Um, awesome work to be sharing a discount for the guys there that that likely are to be trying it for the first time. Um, some some real um, gems of wisdom throughout that man. So, Chris, so nice to have you on the show. I appreciate you coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you very very much for having me. No worries, bud. Talk soon, eh? All right, bye.